Good afternoon. I have just been to see another cabaret. I'm now going to form my blog about it. You can guarantee that somebody sang Shallow and something by Pazek and Paul. I pay tribute to all the shows I have seen this week. And you might have already read some of the reviews. And so I am standing before you today to tell you, the British people, that those critics are wrong. The doubters, the doomsters, the gloomsters. I, I mean they, are going to get it wrong again. My job is to serve you, the people, because there is only one point we bloggers need to remember, that it is you, the people, that are our bosses. Now let us, the British people, lose our shirts. Hello, welcome to vlog 29. <laughs> Forgot I had that on. <laughs> welcome to vlog 29. Hope you like my intro. I'm becoming so political, I know. I think I might run for office. Although if you've been following my Twitter, apparently I'm not allowed an opinion. Haters, back off. Jeez, I was just saying. Anyway, I stand by everything I say. In all honesty, it's actually quite hard to present a blog where I'm trying to be objective, but also, I do have an opinion, and I do care about things and things do matter. I am really careful with my blog not to impart my opinion too firmly. I try to be very fair and balanced overall. But I do have an opinion and I do care about things that matter. And sometimes I feel things are important and need saying. So I apologise to anybody who I offend or who disagrees with me but I also know that I'm speaking for some people who don't have a voice or aren't heard. So bear with me while I try to find a balance that suits everybody. Anyway, back to business. So on Monday, I was at the Wrath of Achilles. Now this is a new play that's going up to Edinburgh Fringe. And I was invited to watch it by Michael Iatus. I met Michael when he was in Market Boy at the Union Theatre and he instantly became one of my favourite people. He is so funny and so charismatic and fun to be around. He is now part of a collective of young creatives from Bracknell who all come together to produce new theatre and they kind of all work together now as this travelling troupe of players. Now this piece was written by his friend Jack Ferry who also appears in the play with the music by George Jennings and it's been directed by Joe Mallion who's also in the production. The play is a 55 minute retelling of Achilles' story focusing on his gay relationship and the team have really done a very good job of not making it a gay play or focusing too much on that side of it. It's presented just as a story which happens to be about two men who fall in love. 
which is exactly the way these stories should be told. The play has an incredible film-like score which runs through it, which is beautiful. The team already had a run earlier in May at the Bath Fringe, and then presented two shows at the South Hill Arts Centre in Bracknell, before taking it to the Union Theatre for two shows. They are now on the way up to Edinburgh to present the show for the rest of the month. So if you're going up there, make sure you see it. So I was back filming again this week, which meant a lot of early starts and a severe lack of sleep. But I still managed to get in a few shows. On Tuesday, I gave myself a night off because my dad was visiting from Cumbria. He was bringing down my brand new car, which is lovely. He then took me and my brother for dinner and it was also his birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. On Wednesday, after filming all day, I went to the Barbican to see Jesus Christ Superstar. I could not wait to see this production again. I saw it both times that it was at the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre. And this is a new transfer of this same production. Now, apart from Simon Hardwick, who returns as dance captain, this is an entirely new cast. Originally, Jesus was played by Declan Bennett, and it's now being played by Robert Tripoloni, who is incredible. He is superb. Taking over from Tyrone Huntley, who was nominated for an Olivier for his part as Judas, we now have Ricardo Alfonso, who again is incredible. His voice is stupendous. Now joining the cast as Mary is a relatively newcomer, Soleil Garnet. She has a very alternative, distinct sound. And it is actually quite pleasant. It might not be what you're expecting, and it might not be how you've ever seen Mary played before, but it certainly is in keeping in this new version of Jesus Christ Superstar. And she is brilliant, as are the entire ensemble. Samuel Buttery takes over from Peter Caulfield as Herod and is equally as sassy as Peter was when he originated the part. Now, I've said before about this production, this is Drew McConey at his best. I first met Drew when he choreographed The Kiss of the Spider Woman at Arts Ed, which starred Genesis Lillier. Genesis was actually part of the ensemble at Regent's Park before going on to originate Anna of Cleves in Six. This production is brilliant. I was a little worried coming back to this production that it might have lost some of the charm and appeal that it had at Regent's Park, but it doesn't. If anything, it has got better and better. New cast members also include Nathan Amsey and Matthew Harley, who were both superb as well. There was a really lovely moment during the interval where I turned to the woman sat next to me who was probably around in her 70s, who was with her two daughters and two grandchildren. Now, she was telling me that she had brought her daughter to see the original production in 1972. So I asked her how she felt it compared and whether she was enjoying the show. And astonishingly, all six of these women across three generations 
thought it was brilliant, which really goes to show how a piece like this, brought up to date, can still resonate across three generations. It is testament to everybody in this production who are working so hard. So also, while we're talking about this production, there was a comment made earlier this week when the poster for West End Bears was revealed by Darren Bell. This poster has started debate whether it's representative of every body size in the industry and whether the producers of West End Bears should be aware of this and make more of a consideration to try and celebrate the plus size bodies. I opened up this question on my Twitter page and expanded it by drawing comparisons to two productions, both Andrew Lloyd Webber, Joseph, an amazing technical drinker and a palladium, and Jesus Christ Superstar at the Barbican. Now, when you look directly at the ensembles, they are very different. With Joseph, you've got an array of actors who all have very similar body types. Now, what Jesus Christ Superstar have done is broken the mould. They have purposely celebrated every different type of body, and it really shows. When you're watching it, you feel like you're watching different people. It is so representative of everybody. And it's brilliant. And it just goes to show whether casting directors are starting to wake up or not. And what impressed me is Drew McConey's choreography is not easy. But these guys make it look easy. And they are slaying it. Regardless of their size or shape, they are banging. And it just goes to show, which I think casting directors need to wake up to, that yes, even plus-size people can move and dance. And even an audience are receptive to it and will embrace it if you present it to them. Something needs to change. And I think Jesus Christ Superstar is leading the way. So I commend them and everybody in this production who, like I say, are slaying it. Brilliant. The show runs to the end of August, so make sure you get a chance to see it, because honestly, you'll be blown away. On Thursday, I was at the Minier Chocolate Factory for the Bridges of Madison County. Now this is the music of Jason Robert Brown, who you might be more familiar with for writing Parade and the last five years. I've produced Parade, I once produced Parade, and I think his music is exceptional. And this production is no exception. There might not be any standout songs that you might recognise in particular. Jason has an ability to write music that feels natural. Now this musical was based on a book that became a film that starred Mel Streep. And in it, Jenna Russell plays that character. She is exquisite. Her performance is beautiful and invoking and brilliant. And she is so involved that you will be invested in this story. Edward Baker Julie plays the part that Clint Eastwood made famous. And I'll be honest, he looks a lot like Kevin Bacon. It was a bit distracting. 
It was a little bit weird. But, um, but yeah, he is brilliant as well. It's been directed by Trevor Nunn. And to be honest, some of the direction I wasn't really on board with, or the set. If you saw The Colour Purple recently, you'll know that I discussed the fact that they used stripped back wood and bits of scenery that came out from this wood. And I don't know what's going on, but Bridges and Madison have done the exact same thing. And it didn't really work for me. There were clunky, awkward moments where the furniture appeared and stalled and jolted. But the transitions were a bit jolty and I just didn't really like it. There's this moment as well where they have this half a pickup truck come out which just looks so amdram. I'm sorry, it did. The show on the whole is a bit slow at moments, but it is still a beautiful story, beautifully crafted and beautifully delivered. If you get chance, go and see it. It is a mini chocolate factory, so it is likely that this production will transfer because they had a runaway string of hits, including Adrian Mole and Fiddler on the Roof recently which have both transferred to the West End. It was a really nice evening and I got to catch up with my friends Mark Petty and his husband Sean, as well as Joe McFadden, who is about to start his rehearsals for Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Joe's performed himself in Torchwood at the Millier Chocolate Factory, which is about to be revived by Drew McCody and Paul Taylor Mills at their new theatre, the Turbine Theatre. How weird is that? On Friday, I was at the Sing Easy Space at Piano Works West End to interview three incredible women, Molly Lynch, Tammy Stone and Marissa Landry, all of whom have one-woman shows coming up this month. They were all incredible to chat with. Here are a few bits from those interviews. I wanted to really create a piece that highlighted the strength in the writing for females. Um, even though I would be the first to say there's a lot of sexism in their writing and there is still a lot of dated material, but there's like moments of absolute genius, you know, and um, I really wanted to bring that out. So I kind of took what was happening and what's still happening now, you know, with, with Donald Trump and, you know, with Harvey Weinstein and, and kind of go, I think these songs could apply to women today in those situations. So, um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of doing that. It's it's taking Rose McGowan and Monica Lewinsky and Hillary Clinton and Carl Stevens and those women and making them sing. Well, not making them. I think they're happy to well, sing Rodgers and Hammerstein. <laughs> so five different sketches, um, all different characters. Uh, you've got a girl who's auditioning for a TV program, um, trying to sell herself. Um, then you've got a gangster X Factor reject. Oh, nice. Yeah, with lots of attitude, yeah. Uh, yeah, got a holiday rep, um, cabaret singer, and a speed data, yeah, who likes to take pictures of her dates and put them online for everyone to vote on. Okay, so the Cats of Thing is it's an absurd comedy, a one woman show, me, um, exploring my lived experiences of obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder. Um, 
it's quite a weird balance between comedy and not comedy because obviously I'm approaching mental health so yeah. you've got to be sensitive towards everyone else that suffers from the same disorder but also I deal with my issues through comedy and laughter um, so I wanted to try and make it as accessible as possible by making a comedy out of it and it's absurd so that it's kind of easier for me to connect to it and not get too close to it. On Friday afternoon, I was invited to the other palace to see the workshop presentation of When the Lights Come Up. Now, this is a new immersive musical written by Michaela Betts and B. Holland. And I didn't know what to expect. But from the moment I took my seat, I was captivated. They did a really clever thing what first struck me was that they changed some of the seating configurations to make it feel like an immersive club. The workshop was directed by Jennifer Tang, who's a resident director at Tina the Musical. And what they did, which I've not seen done at workshops before, they really engaged and invited the audience to participate. By initially presenting a few minutes of the production, they then paused to talk to the audience, to let them know what was going on and to invite conversation. And I think that was a really, really smart and bold choice. Like I say, this is a work in development, but already I was impressed from the start. The story is about a girl who comes down from Yorkshire and wants to be a singer-songwriter. And although that's possibly not the most original story in the world, I think what they're doing is presenting an original way of telling it. And by doing that, they had planted within the audience the cast members already, who at certain points would stand up and interject. It was brilliant. And for me, it really kept your attention and kept the piece alive because you didn't know who was going to stand up next. And they did it in a really naturalistic way which made you genuinely feel that these were just people being plucked out of the audience. The music was stunning and the book very, very, very funny. I can definitely see this show developing and I would definitely want to see it again. Congratulations to everybody involved. On Friday evening, I went along to the Crazy Cooks to watch the Ida Girls. Now, if you saw the interview I did with them a couple of months ago, they are an incredible group who do crossover classical music. I managed to interview Wendy and Georgie, but hadn't actually met or seen the whole lineup until Friday. And their concert was incredible. They had a collection of music ranging from songs from The Greatest Showman to Moulin Rouge. Here are a few of the songs that they Sing once again with me 
was a really great evening and the girls all looked and sounded fantastic. On Saturday, I just needed a day off. I'd been filming all week and seeing shows, so I gave myself a little day off, bought some ice cream and pizza, and then got bored, so I went to the cinema. <laughs> but on Sunday, I was at the Crazy Cox to interview Alex Lodge. Now, if you read my blog last week, you will know I have such a soft spot for this man. He is incredible and I couldn't wait to sit down and talk to him all about his career as well as his diabetes and manic depression. So look out for that interview next week. Oh, I've got some brilliant crack stories. Oh, one of my favourites. <laughs> Bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Me! On that note, Jesus. Well, thank you very much. Good luck in the future projects. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Everyone, my name is Philip Dehaney. This is Dance Stage Blog. Thank you for watching. You never even use your cards. Why you, I don't I'd know. be preferring it's, to it's them. Got, they're all there. There's That's nothing written on them. <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just there for props. Don't the expose prop. me. They're just, oh no, there's nothing <laughs> written on that one. Just, oh, That's somebody else. That's something. Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> you don't need that one. Oh, this is... Oh, there we go. Oh, oh and Joyce. See, oh, we, we covered it all. Oh, is it... Oh, you have? Yeah. Well, I did, I did do Panto and Skegness. We didn't talk about that. Panto and Skeg Vegas. Oh, I don't know if you wanted to... I was also able to sneak in and watch Sophie Isaacs prepare for her show that afternoon. And she had brought back and reunited the original Heathers to Sean Williams and Jodie Steele to perform a new version of Candy Store, arranged by Henry Brennan. And it didn't stop there. Sophie's other guests were brilliant as well. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to stay for the show, as I had to then run off to the Union Theatre, where I was interviewing the cast of Wrath of Achilles. So look out for that interview next week as well. In my head, it was always a fringe piece. In my head, it was always, uh, really small one location so I thought it would work really well at fringe festivals actually Joey's made it bigger um, but it's still pretty contained now with the vision yeah yeah but like originally it was a two-hander it was just Achilles and Patroclus which I think would have been better ah I didn't know that that's, really, that's actually really cool um, but it's kind of it's grown since then uh, but yeah I, I always wanted to take it to fringe festivals On Sunday evening I was back at Zadell to watch the Crazy Cox presents the musicals of the 90s with Alex Lodge, Courtney Reed, Emma Kingston, Becky Locke and James Hume. Now this series, as always, was hosted by Mark Petty with their musical director, Henry Brennan. And it was a treat to hear some of my favourite songs performed by all these people. Mamma mia, here I go again. My, my, how can I resist you? Mamma mia. Beyond, beyond, it says
had a special guest in the form of little Charlie. Now, if you've been following the campaign Cheer Up Charlie, started by Jackie Hughes, you will know all about this special little boy who was bullied and picked on for liking musical theatre. This then led to everybody coming together across the industry to show support and solidarity for Charlie by sending messages, by inviting him to watch shows. And in this case, he was invited by Mark to come and watch the evening with his mum and Jackie and even invited him on stage for this special announcement. And as these weeks have gone by, Charlie, you've obviously come to realise now that you are not alone, and loving musical theatre is a wonderful and amazing thing, isn't it? And you are surrounded by people who love you and who are going to nurture you and help you to hopefully become this fabulous West End Broadway performer that you are, I'm sure, destined to be. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you to Jacqueline. beautiful and wonderful thing that you did. You could have just told him, you know, I'm really sorry that happened, everything will be okay, but you didn't. And you reached out and this community came together and they helped you. And hopefully we'll help other people, because that's what we do, we're a community and we work together. Um, so what I was going to ask you, Charlie, it was a little bit late for this one, and we were on holiday in August, but in September the 29th, we're doing a Stephen Sondheim night. And there's a musical called Into the Woods. And I was wondering if you'd like to sing the song Giants in the Sky. Of course. <laughs> I got to talk to Charlie afterwards. And I, like Charlie, was once a little boy who was obsessed with musical theatre and really struggled to make friends until I moved to London, where I found my people. And I really wanted to assure Charlie that it will be okay. I even gave him one of my t-shirts that nobody else has so that he could be stagey and proud too. Sunday also saw history being made when the creator of Six, Toby Marlowe, stepped into the show to play Catherine Parr for the matinee and evening show. They were also joined by Genesis Linear who originated the part of Anna of Cleves. I didn't get to watch the shows, but by all accounts, they were brilliant. And my friend Paul Hutton managed to film the Megamix for me, which has received 17,000 views on YouTube. <laughs> I really hope you've had an incredible week. If you're going up to Edinburgh Fringe, if you're one of these 4,000 shows, 
do get in touch with me. I'm coming up on the 14th until the 25th of August. So if there is something you'd like me to see, please let me know. And if I've got time and you would like an interview, I am happy to speak to you. And in the meantime, please subscribe to my YouTube channel so that every video that I upload, you will be notified about it first. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.